Imagine you're at this party and you overhear someone saying, oh wow, I love this song. Um, do you know the artist? Now, you wanna guess the artist they're talking about. Um, and some of the friends around you, and these you can think of these as similar to words in our sentence, might have sort of caught the conversation as well and they might have a clue whilst others aren't even listening and they're probably just looking at the food. So your brain sort of starts thinking of a um, question like who's the artist? Your friends, based on their musical knowledge, might weigh in. The friend who just attended a concert might have a stronger opinion or value than the one who only listens to podcasts. This is how attention works. It's like a gossip session where everyone has an opinion, but only the relevant ones get the spotlight. So in the last episode, we discussed queries, keys, and values. We said that a query represents the current task, like what word follows to? Uh, and it's derived from the embeddings of the word to. Uh, it's transformed using a weight matrix to adjust its dimensionality. Then the key vectors, or key, as we sort of have called them in the last episode, are like the descriptions of each word in a sentence. They indicate how each word can help with the prediction and they're derived uh, similarly to the query, adjusting their dimensionality. And then finally, we have the value vectors, and these are the actual contributions of each word. They're like the essence or the juice of each word. Again, they're derived by transforming the embeddings, but their length might differ from the keys and queries. So inside the attention head, each key is compared to the query using the dot product. The higher the result, the more relevant the key is to the query. This result is then scaled and a softmax is applied, giving us the attention weights. The value vectors are then multiplied by these attention weights to get the attention output. And finally, everything is summed up to get a context vector which is like a collective opinion on the task at hand. So in summary, attention mechanisms are like a committee meeting where everyone has an opinion, but only the experts' voices are amplified. By using queries, keys, and values, we can weigh the importance of each word in a sentence to make better predictions. It's like having a group of friends helping you finish a sentence but only listening to the ones who actually know what they're talking about. So why should we care about this? Well, attention mechanisms are the backbone of many state-of-the-art models in NLP like transformers. They're used in real-world applications like translation, chatbots, and content recommendations. So the next time Netflix recommends a show or Google translates a sentence for you, remember our little party analogy it's all about paying attention to the right details.